Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture. And these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, I'm excited to have Dr. Joanne Sturkey with me to talk a little bit about continuous improvement and performance excellence. And I can't think of a better person uh, to have on the episode with me to do that. Um, as many of you know, years ago, um, I joined Studer Group, and Studer Group is a, um, a recipient of the Malcolm Baldridge Award, and Joanne has also led an organization to achieve the Malcolm Baldridge Award. Uh, she was superintendent at Pewaukee in Pewaukee School District and had the great pleasure of working with Joanne at that time. Uh, She uh, won the award prior to us working with her, but the good thing is she's a great leader who wanted to sustain results and had an opportunity um, to work with Joanne. And uh, just recently, um, Joanne received a a really, um, really great award. It's the Harry Hertz Leadership Award from the Malcolm Baldridge um, Foundation, right, Joanne? Yes, it is. And um, so, you know, Joanne, just... Uh, I know you're you're humble enough to say, oh, it wasn't that big a deal, but it really is a big deal. And the work that you've done over the years in performance excellence and just organizational excellence in general is just stellar. So would you mind just telling us a little bit about the Harry Hertz Leadership Award, you know, what that award means and, you know, what that means to you, you know, to achieve that award? Well, thanks, Janet. And it's nice to be talking with you today. Thanks for this opportunity. As I think about the Harry Hertz Leadership Award, what I think about is a commitment to excellence and taking that commitment and making it actionable. Harry Hertz served as the director of the Baldridge Program from 1992 to 2013. And in that role, he really was responsible for not only creating the criteria, but updating it annually and getting organizations from all sectors healthcare, business, education, nonprofits, to use that criteria, that framework, to pursue excellence. And he just is a wonderful man who really is dedicated to helping organizations. He reminds me a lot of you. He has a great sense of commitment. He has a great sense of humor and just a sense of strategy about making organizations pursue excellence in a way that makes it simpler not more complex, which is something I really like. I was lucky enough to be recognized with this award this year, partly because of a commitment I have to using the framework and the fact that Studer Education has given me the opportunity, as has the Pewaukee School District, to talk about how to leverage it and how to use it effectively. And I've had the great opportunity to speak all over the country as well as all over the world about using this framework because I believe in it and I, because I really like helping people see that it, along with our Studer education principles and tactics, really is a good fit for pursuing that excellence yeah. that people want to. Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, you have, um, I mean, you, when I went to the, to the conference and was there when you received the award, you know, I mean, you're definitely a star there because everybody, you know, so many people know you and see such a commitment you've had to the Baldridge framework, you know, the organization and um, the principles that apply to that framework in general. You know, Joanne, what is it? You know, I mean, years ago you made that decision. You know, what was the driver of that decision for you? 
Well, I don't think that any leader wakes up in the morning and says that they want to be mediocre or be leading a mediocre organization. Mm -hmm. I think every leader wants to pursue excellence. It's just quite frankly, if you don't know what you don't know, you just keep doing what yeah. you're always doing. And so a framework to me is, a, is important to have yeah. first and foremost. What do great leaders say they focus on? And that's what the Baldridge framework, I think, helped me do, is gotcha. look at not only my strengths, but my gaps. Mm -hmm. And so as an example, I thought I was pretty good with people, which is three of the Baldridge categories. How do you work with your leaders? How do you work with your customers? How do you work with your workforce? I was also pretty good at developing strategy, but not executing it. But I'll tell you, category six on processes, yeah. I didn't know anything about process improvement. And so it really allowed me to say, if this is what the breadth of what good leaders focus on, where are my gaps? Yeah. But here's where I think it gets more complicated. Just knowing your gaps doesn't mean you can do anything to address them. Yeah, like something magical. Yeah, it's not just, out. right, <laughs> yeah. nothing comes out of the sky yeah. and drops on you because you know yeah. it. Yeah. But it does give you a sense of focus. And then when we became, in the Pewaukee School District, when we became Studer Education Partners, Wow, I saw puzzle pieces fit together. My head knew what to focus on, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden I had tactics, behaviors, strategies that we could implement to support that framework. And that's what I love about what I do now is that it's like all of a sudden all of those pieces fit yeah. together. And yeah. that to me is what's so cool about it is that I know in my head what's right for leaders to focus on, but now I have the opportunity to, to coach strategies and tactics that help leaders who want to really pursue that yeah. with a better pathway than I did because I think I flailed at leadership for many years prior to becoming more systematic at it. Yeah, and I know, you know, you kind of coined the phrase for us that leadership toolbox and I find myself using it all the time now because I think that's what you were talking about. You know, you had the framework and then you now you, what we you were we were able to do together is give some tools in the toolbox and you can figure out which tool to use when. You know, and I, I use that all the time with my partners, and it really resonates with them. Because sometimes when you teach things, they think they have to use it all, right? Right. <laughs> and that you pick and choose from the toolbox. Mm -hmm. You know, so as example, I don't think anyone would say it's not important to engage your employees. That's category 5.2 in Baldridge. It's yes. all about workforce engagement. But when we coach people now, we can have a, a, an array of tools yes. that help leaders Decide, well, what's best right now? Do I want to focus on my new employees with new employee interviews? Do I really want to work with my veteran high performers with high performer conversations and re-recruiting those high performers? What's the most strategic tool for me to use right now? And that to me is the joyous work of connecting Baldridge with our Studer education principles is that they fit together hand in glove for people that want to get better Yes. but don't know how to really pursue it with a sense of um, fidelity. That's right. And, you know, that's the part, you know, I think years ago at Studer Group when Quint, you know, started the, the work with the Baldridge, um, that's what he wanted to do. It's really kind of the, he kind of the inside out. He had the tools, but he wanted the framework to help pull the tools together. You know, so I think the, the partnership with you and the work that you're doing with organizations, it's really, really helping some of your partners and some people that are interested 
you know, and just creating excellent organizations and potentially looking at Baldred aspirations. You know, it's really helping them find that find that way of doing that. So, you know, Joanne, let's think about for a second when you work with your partner organizations to achieve organizational excellence, performance excellence. You know, what do you find are their biggest needs? Well, that's a great question. Um, because like I say, I, I think that it's not a desire. They have the desire to get better. Yeah. To me, it really comes down to execution and really helping, helping leaders figure out how to get better at getting better by executing with fidelity. You know, in Studer Education, we call that hardwiring. And yeah. I love that term, hardwiring. Yeah. How do we hardwire our behaviors so they truly become habitual, that we mm -hmm. don't even think about it, it's part of our repertoire. It's what we do as leaders. And I know for me as a leader, that was hard to hardwire things. Mm. I would get all excited and I would try to hardwire it, but getting everyone in my organization to hardwire simultaneously yeah, is no easy task. And that's where I think I see our partners really needing help is how do I help others in our organization see the benefits of hardwiring yes and then how do we execute with fidelity so that we see that flywheel get moving it's not just one person moving that flywheel yes. it's our entire group moving that flywheel forward and executing with that fidelity that we want because when we start to see that happen that's when you start you to see, see results yeah. and that energy <laughs> yeah. starts becoming self-fulfilling yeah. and self-moving. But I think that hardwiring is just plain hard work. Yes. I underestimated how hard it was <laughs> yeah. to hire when I was a leader. <laughs> yeah. And now I think that that's what I work on and really helping partners see that as excited as they may be, it's about getting your whole group of leaders moving forward and executing yeah. with fidelity with those strategies and tactics. That's, That's great. what I think makes a difference. Yeah, I think yeah, and I you know just from my work with partners as I think about what you're what you're talking about now, Joanne, you are right. I mean, it's really when we can get that consistent application time and again, over and over again, and get the energy behind that, it really does begin to make a difference. And you, and you, you know, it's that time in that organization when you see that occurring, and it, you don't even know it's occurring, but you just start feeling it, right? You just start feeling it. And that is the most energizing, invigorating feeling when you just feel that progress is happening. Mm -hmm. And that's what the road to performance excellence should look like, is that sense of being energized. Yes. And the hard work that we do, we're seeing the results. Uh, that's what makes this work wonderful. It is, it is. So let me, uh, let me conclude today with you know, just asking one final question. You know, if someone asks you, um, with all of your experience and you know, just your connections with performance excellence, organizational excellence, just your leadership, senior leadership experience, you know, the one recommendation that would have the greatest impact on moving an organizational for forward, you know, and I'm, I'm saying one, and I know that's hard, but, you know, what would that one be, Joanne? Wow, that's such a good question, and what a meaty one. I think it comes down to just a few words, and that's just get started. I think so many organizations mm -hmm. that are on a performance excellence journey just view excellence as something so far out there and so unattainable that it doesn't feel like they can get rolling to get there. I think that if you just pick a strategy and tactic mm -hmm. and pick one and just start hardwiring it, just get going so that you start mm -hmm. to feel that energy. Uh, if you wait for perfection, 
you're going to be waiting yeah. your whole life. Yeah. So I, I think I like that it. one of my partners talks about the beauty of an imperfect start. And <laughs> yeah. there's something to yeah. that, that yeah. it's messy, but you get going and you start figuring it out along the way. And then, like I say, that flywheel gets moving and then it becomes easier, it, but it's just getting yeah, going. I think that's right. You know, and I can really relate to that because sometimes I, people will say when I do something, I'm like, if I could start in the middle and the end, I'd be better. But I don't think I can ever figure out how to start at the beginning because it's so hard because you're just trying to get the right thing to start with. But I love that advice. Just start and then we'll work through it as we go. So, Joanne, thank you so much, you know, as we um, as we close today. And, you know, you have been just such a great part of our organization. And I know you've made impact on so many people um, in your school district, but but in others that you connect with and uh, in organizations where you've had made that difference with the Baldridge work that you've done, too. And just appreciate that work and appreciate the work that you do. And so glad you're part of our team. And so thank you again for joining me today. And just so glad to have you on this episode. Thanks, Janet. A long time ago, someone gave me a quote that said, to love what you do and believe that it matters. How can anything else be more fun? And that's what this work is all about. I love it. I believe it matters. I've seen that it makes a difference. And that's the fun of what we have the joy of doing each and every day. Thank you. As we go into this week, think about our learnings with Joanne and reflect on what you could do to contribute to your organization to take that excellence journey. We talked about a lot of different things, but what's the one thing, as Joanne said, just get started. Pick one thing and let's start. Join us in New Orleans this September to explore leadership at all levels of higher education. Leaders across campuses share how they gained the leading edge in service to students and built a great place to work attitude among employees. Learn how colleges and universities are leading excellence every day to become institutions of choice for students at Destination High Performance on September 10th and 11th. Topics include building ownership among employees, developing an improvement mindset, and leading cultural transformation. For more information or to register, please visit studereducation.com events. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next podcast episode where we'll focus on what to expect in our first 30 days on a new job. Have a great week.